Yo, yo. What up, my dude? How are you? What's good? I'm good. I am blessed. How you doing? I'm well. Just doing my thing. Had the laziest day I've had in a long time. Dude, I I feel the same way. I didn't do much today myself. Really stayed inside. Mm-hmm. Pretty. Yeah. Really didn't do much. Yeah, man, just caught up on, like, sleep and rest and cleaning. I did clean today. Did some cleaning. Yeah. Yeah. No, man, it's good. Cleaning, cleaning is good. What I've, um, what I've been focusing on with that is, um, like, I clean differently than most people, I think. I clean based on efficiency, not necessarily on just getting the job done. Mm-hmm. So, consider consider this a different way of cleaning, which is you maximize your time in every single room you go into. Mm. Right. So like, let's say that your kitchen needs to be cleaned, your living room, um, your bathroom and your bedroom. Uh Right. You start at one place and let's say then you need to go and um, take something into the kitchen. You start building different piles for different areas right so like when you go into the kitchen to take something into the kitchen to get that out of the room then what you do is you maximize your time in the kitchen right so you do all of the tasks that you can do while you're in that room at that time so like if there's anything that needs to be cleaned in that room while you're in it do it yeah until until you can't do it anymore and you have to or or until you want to get out of that room and go and take something into, like, when you're pushed with choices, like, um, let's say that you have a bunch of dishes to take into the the kitchen, or you have some stuff that you need to take into the bathroom, right? Then you make a decision on which one you want to go into, and but when you're in that room, you're cleaning as much as possible until you move out of that room. Uh. Right, so that the next time you go into that room, it's been cleaned a little bit more. And what I find is I get all of my housework done within like less than the time that it would take for me to do it normally. Mm. Right. Like go room after room after room, just because I'm going through like the flow of it all. Right. So, you know, like I'll go from my room and I'll take the dishes. I'll set, like I'll start a sink and soak the dishes well, I go and do other stuff in the kitchen and then I'll clean the dishes in the sink and, you know, like finish that off and use the um, the water to like clean the coffee tables in the mm-hmm. and, and all the surface areas in the house. Right. So then that starts a chain reaction of having to clean all of those areas. Yeah. Right. But over time, I just get it all done and it feels like. I've accomplished something, and it's like two hours. Mm. It's not right. bad. No, nah, man. But my house is, I guess I'm just used to my house. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, everyone's place is different, right? But if you can get used to how things can be clean, Like, I got it down to, like, so I was only taking five-minute showers by getting my body completely clean in every spot I possibly could. Man. You're taking... You're taking regular just hot showers, five minutes? Yeah, just in and out. I hear you. Right. I've been, um, I've been taking cold showers, and they're usually about five, five to ten minutes. But um, 
I would definitely recommend them to anybody. Honestly, I'm not trying to interrupt what you're saying at all, but yeah, cold showers are definitely like it's it's such a mental thing. It's more. It's such more mental. It is. Non non physical. When yeah. when you say cold, what temperature are we actually talking about, though? Because I know that there's like warm showers, right? And then there's like, okay, so I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but in a lot of resort places, I have a feeling it's in most resort places because they figure it out because it's science. Um, a comfortable temperature for all of their taps, right, in the shower. So, like, you'll turn it on and you'll walk in and it's perfect for the weather. Right, and it's never warm, though. It's, like, just under room temp or something like that. And it's magical. It feels super good. But are you talking, like, cold to the touch? Like, your body has to heat up while you're in the shower? I'm saying, like, so what I do is, because I've seen you need to, or you should, you should open up your pores and then close them. Because when you take a cold shower, it closes them, and a hot shower opens them up. That's going to dry you out so much. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. That, that, that's no matter what. That, that is a fact. The hot shower is going to dry you out a lot more in your, your skin, you know, and cause, like, irritation than taking a cold shower. So I, when I first get in, I make sure it's hot. And then for, like, uh, five seconds, and then I turn it to the cold and then I take you know like my full shower when it's cold so I do I take a cold shower like I don't take a hot shower but I just start it out at hot mm-hmm. and then I switch it to cold so my body's still getting both of them in a sense gotcha but you don't um, slowly lower down to cold do you go like you get like warm so you open it up and then you just like flip it to the like do you just lower the heat Basically? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. I just go straight to cold, yeah. How long have you been doing that for? Uh, I think like two and a half, three, like two and a half weeks now. Jeez. It's the new one, huh? You back on uh, retention? I actually Often. relapsed the other day. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm still doing it. It's not like I'm not still but doing like, it. But more like more off and on. Yeah, it's more off and on. Definitely more off and on. I've right. just seen like retention. Like first off, retention is not going to change your life. It's not going to change you. It just it's one of the things like it's like if you had more energy, what would you do? Yeah. Some people would still do dumb stuff, stuff that doesn't <laughs> help them. You get yeah. what I'm saying? And like it's gonna it's gonna. What am I trying to say? Multi uh like times whatever energy you are. You just have more of that energy. Mm-hmm. So, like, you still have to change and be a different person, you know? You, you like, still have to put in the work. Yeah, you still do have to put in the work. That's what I'm saying, exactly. Yeah. One thing is not going to change you. No. Not at all. I that's agree. What, that's why I feel we need to have, like, I'm trying to get to, like, 10 or even more, like, disciplines that I do daily that, like, because that's one thing. Like, if, if we were all disciplined, 
the world wouldn't be how it is. Yeah. No, I've and been that, working we on We have that. no discipline. I've been, I've been working on that too. Like every um every 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 time that I put on something on TV, especially something that I've seen before that I'm just like re-listening to because I probably yeah. won't be watching it. Mm-hmm. Um but like just like you know, like re taking that all of that in. Um I make sure that I have my iPad with me so that I'm drawing. So no matter what, like I want to get in as much drawing as possible. And the thing is, is that I don't want to draw as much as I am, but I want to build that habit and build that frequency so that it's just normal for me to do these things. Right. Uh... Right. Like you can build good habits. It's, there's nothing wrong with building good habits, right? Yeah. And and we usually build. What we do is we build our applications and programs within, for the moment that we live. Mm-hmm. And because we're so afraid of change, mm-hmm. we do our best to live those programs as long as possible. But the only constant, there's only, there's only two constants in this entire world, growth or decay. You're either constantly growing, which means changing, or you're decaying, which means dying. Right? That's it. It's, it's, so we, as human beings, don't grow, we don't, um, we don't live in growth mindsets. Is all I'm saying. Mm. We live we live more based on decay or on a mindset of movement, which is this. If I move fast enough in this direction, when I hit a down spot, I'm hoping that I can get through it as fast as possible. And when I hit a spot where I have it challenges me to grow, I hope that I grow as fast as possible. Mm. Right? That's how most of us live. Mm-hmm. We see it. I see it all the time. So how I like to go about it is, I mean, it's based on like the, the living life by the law of motion or like that type of thing is based on our wavelength, which is ups and downs. Right. Right. But what if, what if you can like, what if another way of looking at that is, um, Instead of looking at it as a wavelength, look at it as a coil that's wrapped around. Mm. Right? Right? And then if you can move through that coil, you can move faster. But you have to understand how you can move through it. Mm. Right? Like, because that's like surfing then. Right? I talked to this guy today. I came up with this, like, interesting theory about, like, how I navigate here. And I want to get back to the 10 disciplines because I think that's really important. Um, but my perspective on here is that this is what I said to the guys, like human beings are the most fascinating body of water, body of water to observe on the planet. Right. If you can watch human beings and learn their trends, learn their movements, understand the flow of things, you can figure out what areas you want to go in and surf. Mm-hmm. 
And you got to learn to get in and get out as fast as possible. And that's basically it. That's the way that I look at it, right? So wherever the good surf is, is where I want to be. Now, what that means is that I maximize my opportunities in this life doing the things that I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, this is something that I've been pondering on. So, like, I don't know, I just feel like whenever we're kids, we're in a whole different state, whole different mindset, my state, energy, completely different. It's not the same. Like, I feel like we, as we get supposedly older, do we really get smarter? Huh? If you really think about it, we use words to communicate what we want, what we need. Mm-hmm. A baby gets everything that they want with never having to speak word. They speak their own language. This is deeper than we think. We think it's just nothing, but it really is. We don't need to talk to get exactly what we want. Think about it. A baby does not talk, but physically gets what they want. Mm-hmm. Come on. That can be us. They're not going to tell you this. Through telepathy, different things like that. But through the mind, we don't need words. The longer we use words, I truly feel like we, we, there's no way we can fully connect. Because mm-hmm. if I can't send you something telepathically, there's no way you can really see what I'm trying to tell you. There's no right. way. If you think of about course. it, because I can send you the world, I can send you this world that I'm seeing. You can vividly see it and vice versa. But me just saying the word and trying to paint you a picture, Mm -hmm. I can only go so deep. Well, what if that's possible, though? What if it is possible to do that? We just don't quite understand how to do it yet. And that's why we haven't done it yet. Right? Like, think of it. We don't, we, we don't, we don't, we look at it as, um, one image being transferred to another image or one, one image being transferred from one person to another. Right. In a sense of what telepathy is, but what if it's more than that? What if it could be broken down into simpler forms of like, take for instance, the internet, Mm -hmm. there's tons of information for you to look at on the internet that you have no clue exists. Like no clue. Like there's, there's, there's more on the internet right now that you will never look at, that you won't even have time to look at in your day. The fact that we listen to something over and over and over again, instead of listening to new music constantly is something that I don't even understand. And I do it. Yeah. Right. But like, there's more content out there than we will ever fucking like, you know, like we're going to add in another two hours of content that nobody will have time to listen to for the amount of content that's out there and it continuously builds. So this is what I'm saying is if you are uploading your images to a site that nobody goes to or nobody knows of, no one's going to receive those images and know what you're talking about. Yeah. So a common site between two people is needed in order to change or to send tele- tele- telepathic me- messages. 
where one person deposits an image and another person, like a mailbox, comes, picks it up, takes it in, and maybe leaves something for the person behind. Right? And the more people that can go to it, the the different it would work. But does that... Do you understand what I'm saying? So, something in the metaphysical world is created that stores our thoughts for other people to go and visit. So, like a... What... Okay. My question would be, <laughs> what stores it? Well, I think that's... What do you... Like... That's that's more like what we get into a bigger question of what exactly is the universe. See. We we think that the universe is something that maybe it's not. What if everything in the universe is helping this planet do what it needs to do? Mm. So like Saturn isn't necessarily really a planet, it's more a application that is disguised as a planet that registers and keeps our time. Definitely. Metaphysically. Yeah. Metaphysically, metaphor. Yeah, I mean, think about it. Everything's metaphysical. It is. Everything's a metaphor. That's right. Right, and so, like, Mm -hmm. we, as human beings, just decide to look at things a certain way. And... You know, just like this whole COVID thing and like any other time, like who's to say that who's to say that at some point in the next um, maybe this affects America really, really bad and a bunch of people die for whatever various reasons. But it's called um, at the end of the day, they're just going to put out a statement of numbers because they can. And it's going to be like a hundred or two hundred thousand Americans died because of this. Now, that might not be true. Right. I wouldn't even believe it. Right. But what it can do is stir panic and go, oh, that's sad. But what if it comes out also that they found out that it was a biological leak and it was warfare on Americans? So well, it's going to come out. They already know. Right. Ten whether, they already know it's bio. Whether, but bio. but whether, whether or not it was an attack on American soil won't matter. What will matter is is that that's what they will say. And people will just be like, okay, let's go to war. It's such a fucked up time. Like People need to start really thinking for themselves. Which gets back to, like, let's get back to um, the what stores it, right? It's the same thing as anything. So, like, if you really look up, think of the above as just a database mm-hmm. right it's just it's it's we're the servers in the sky right it's the cloud right what exactly is the cloud well the cloud is a is, is just a network of servers all connected into to one concept of our or idea of what it is right and it's the same with this right so like in the same area that stores our, um, you know, like our beliefs and our thoughts and opinions and whatnot is, is the same area that probably could hold pictures for us to share with each other if only we could pinpoint locations to each other. Mm. So if I were to be able to say, hey, look here for this, and you were able to 
find that spot and look, you should be able to see the same image. But that is too complicated for most people to understand. Mm-hmm. Because what you're having them do is create this thing that doesn't necessarily exist to them. Yeah. Right? And and get them to accept that it's actually there. So, you know, you can't, like, I've kind of given up on people, like, stretching their imaginations to that degree and just keep it simple of it's, I think, telepathy and, you know, like, telekinesis and all of those things are very possible. It's just a matter of how we choose to view their operations. I truly feel like, at the end of the day, that we just overthink everything. Truly. Yeah. I truly do. Because if you really look at it, a baby teaches us everything. From when a baby is born to, like, when they start really understanding this world, probably, like, what, three years? Even, mm-hmm. I don't know, somewhere yeah. around that time, but zero to three, like, there's a reason you don't remember anything from a kid. Yeah. Like from the powers. They don't want you to remember that. Why? Because you remember seeing the world completely different. I'm tr- that's what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. See the world how we saw it. I, I know it. It's obvious. That's what I'm trying to say that we really overcomplicate because we can sit here and, and talk all day. But what's going to make it so we saw how we did as little kids. Like, it's deeper than just us thinking and us doing this. It's it's so much deeper than that. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't think, I'm saying, like, as a kid, you don't think, like, oh, I want to see this or I want to do this. It just happens. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, a little kid doesn't choose to see the world how they see it. They just do. They just see it. You know? Like, it's not like they have to do anything. So maybe, like, we weren't really supposed to do that much. We're just supposed to do our part in society, but, like... Dude, I wrote it in my book. What were the three things? Do you remember? There were three um, things. There are three things that are our purpose here as beings. We're here to rest as lines of code. Uh-huh. We're here to explore. Uh-huh. And we're here to create. Mm-hmm. Those three things. Right? And everything else is a distraction. Basically. Truly. Right? Everyone wants you to play their version of whatever exactly. game... They're playing exactly. in their head. Why do you think they want to sign you up for your favorite movie? That's right. Play your favorite role. I'm trying to tell you. I'm telling you. That's true, though. Look. Right? So yeah. that's what I spend most of my days doing. I, I, I do my best to get enough rest. Right? I get, um, I, when, I, you know, like I make sure that I explore. Like today, I listen to three hours of an audiobook. Mm, wow. Yeah. 
right, um, on mastery, which is really neat and interesting to listen to. Um, I did some drawings, right, creatively, and I did business stuff. And I'm trying to think of, like, what else I did. I went for, like, a walk. I just did cleaning, which in – so let's get back to the 10 things, 10 disciplines, right? I think um, cleanliness and organization is a very important one to have. That's a fact. Right. It'll – and that is up to you to decide – how clean and how organized things need to be. And that's something right there. This is what I'm saying. Compare everything you say to a baby. What does that mean? How do they get, how do they stay clean? They don't try to. Think about it. They get what they want without saying it. Without, you know what I'm saying? Like, I truly, this is going to sound bold, but I truly feel like our lives are predestined to a certain extent. Truly. You feel like our li- our lives are? To a certain extent. Like, we have freedom. We, we can do, we are co-creators. You know, you can go right or left. But I feel like so many things are set in place in your life. Mm. So many things that I feel like you just can't change. They're going to happen. I got you. Like, there's a flow. I feel like if all we are is energy. Yes. Our energy, some, some, before we transform to a new world, think of all the times that you're in this world, but you change. You're not even the same person anymore. So, like, didn't didn't you transform, but you're still in the same world? Think about it. Like, your energy is changing so much, you know? in this world and through your time here, like there's something that's controlling that flow of energy. There's something. That's, I guess what I'm trying to say. It's 100%. Like, something is ordering where energy flows. Now that can be supposedly positive or that can be supposedly, you know what I'm saying? Negative. Energy, well, I- however you want to say, like for, for, to help, you know, I'm trying to say to, in a sense, help people. Or well, what if that's not necessarily? What if every single, what if all flow has a negative and positive to it, right? So, no, I but, agree, but I'm saying to a certain extent, everything is always to a certain extent because just like a child to their baby, that's what I'm saying. Everything is to a child. You're gonna mm-hmm. sometimes yell at your baby, not baby. I didn't mean to say baby. I guess, but like you're. I didn't mean to say yo, but like, you know, like send energy, you know, to try and get them to understand what you're saying. Or as a young kid, you're going to tell, you know, try and teach them hard lessons sometimes. God, mm-hmm. whatever, is going to do the same thing with us. So it might, it might look negative. Like, oh, I'm going through some negative things. You're being taught a lesson. Just like a child, we know we're children to the most high. Just like a child gets taught lessons. Well, how much of it do you think it has comes down to control? And how much we want to control outcomes, we want to control. Like, by saying, I want to live in a mansion, that's still having control on something that's supposed to be infinite. 
right? And that, like, it's the same, like, think about babies, right? Think about toddlers, think about young kids, right? Control's not an issue for most of them, right? Like what you're talking about, right? Like, they, they aren't trying to control their areas. They're trying to understand and learn their areas. Exactly. Exactly. Just, yeah. Right. And we, as we get older and grow, we stop trying to learn anything. Exactly. We try to define everything and try and manipulate it and control exactly. it so that it works for us. Because the moment that we get out of that flow state at some point from childhood into whatever, mm-hmm. and this is where trauma comes involved, yeah, when we fall right. out of that flow state, we're trying to control everything. And control is, think of it like um, no control as a light switch that you turn on and off and control as a dimmer switch. Mm-hmm. Right? And we try and control, whereas if we just let it all flow, maybe we'd have a different experience. Yeah. Right? And I think that's the same with pretty much everything. So, like, you know, like, we could look at the what you're talking about, the flow between people, right? And that type of energy of, like, parent understanding child is needing to get, and that's what I talked to my mom. So I was just like, I want you to think of, like, your internal world as, like, an animated world. And you can do the same, right? And every single, um, pardon? So it is. It's animated for sure. My whole what, world. Right? So, like, in how, like, you view your memories and all of those things, too, and you recall them, let's say that they're animated as well. Like, you see them in, like, some form of cartoon or whatever it is. But... As you were growing up, you viewed your world differently all the time. Your view on the world has actually um, evolved. It hasn't changed. Mm-hmm. Right? Where we look at it as a change, it's an actual evolution throughout the years. We just have these gaps in time. Like, we think that, like, you know, um, I just turned 40. Right? And, um, but it wasn't as if I was just 39 and only 39 the day before that. I was 39 and 364 days old. Yeah, true. Right? So I'd gone through so much more. But if you were to just say, oh, I went from 39 to 40, well, 38 is a whole fucking different me than I am at 40. But what we don't take into account is that there's... Um, you know, like over 700 additional days, like days that went in between there. 700 days is a long time, right? Mm -hmm. Then you take that and you put that into hours. So multiply that by 24 and you can go to minutes and multiply that number by 60. You have a lot of time in between one to the other for someone to grow, right? Just like musicians change their musical structure over time. They grow too. They experiment and they, you know, like they try different shit. We're supposed to do the same. Right. But we don't look at it as a evolution of our own education or learning on this planet. We look at it as um, changing from one to the other. So 
what happens is when we're really, really young, at some point, a traumatic event happens where we stop seeing the world how we used to. Mm. Right? It's not really a system that's doing anything to us. We slowly allow a system to do stuff to us because of those traumatic events. Just like how there's support groups that are set up for people, right? I would ask you, like, what, what traumatic events would you say, though? Well, um, like a kid being touched, right? As bad as that sounds, right? Or it could be just moving or like your sister dying, right? Family members, you know, like those types of traumatic events open our eyes to, um, like for me, dude, I had naked photos taken of me when I was a really young kid. And, like, I'm not talking about the type where um, it's cute bath time fun, right? Not those types. I'm talking about, like, where you finally realize that you're being photographed because you're naked. Mm. Right? And learning really, really early about your body. Right? So that's what really messed me up for a long time. And, you know, like... But it was an internal struggle that I had no fucking real clue about. All I knew is that I would always take my clothes. Hello. Oh. Hello. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. Yo. Yo, yo. Oh, yo. Yo, dude. Did you hear anything what I was talking about? Okay, hold on. Hold on. Can I hear you? Yeah, dude. Are you there? That was weird. Whoa. What's up? Like, you, like, said a word, and it, like, cut out, and then I just couldn't hear you. Oh, okay. So what happened is my phone. Yeah. My phone. It was my mom. On the other. My mom called. And so, like, it was going to ring, 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 ring until I answered it. You're good. So I just let her know that I was recording and got back to you. No, I thought my headphones were broke. That's what I'm uh, saying. Dude, no, you're good. I... You're solid. Thank God. Um, Thank God. This is my third pair. Goodness. Man, I go through them all the time. It's annoying. Yeah, it is. Um, but, like, so going going back to the 10 disciplines thing, right? Um, so cleaning an organization is one. You can look at them as two, really, but like they're two, like, right? Like we're talking about, because we're talking about building simple skill sets, right? Yes. So another good discipline is to pick something super, super simple that you can do every single day. Um, it doesn't have to be repeatedly. It just has to be enough for it to um become a habit 
That's why I do a thousand squats. Right. And and like so like what I chose was printing. And what it has to do though is for it to be valuable for us is it has to be some sort of challenge. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. So exactly. so I do my printing and I write with my right hand forward. I write with my left hand backwards. I write with my left hand forward and I write with my right hand backwards. Uh-huh. Like that's one cycle of um, the page that I do. And then I repeat that all the way down the page or like what I'll do is on one page, like let's say that I pick C, like the, I'm on the letter C for the day. So I pick C and I'll do a higher case C and a lower case C multiple times across one line with my right. And then I'll do like my left a couple of times and then I'll do my right a couple of times all the way down the page. On the next page, I'll do that backwards. And then on the next page after that, I'll go back and forth. Um. Right. And it's just to continuously like, but what I'm finding is, is that it's a skill so, and that's what's important about these disciplines is that they need to be transferable. Yeah, there we go. There we yeah. go. Yeah, that, no, that was my bad. I actually hate it. <laughs> it's all good. Hey, question for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did, you, did you listen to that song at all? Did I listen to that song? What? Did you send it to me on email or did it? Yeah, you... You wrote back saying you were gonna listen to it. Oh, this this was this a minute ago? Like, like last episode. Ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did listen to that song. I thought you were saying a song that um I you just sent me. That song was insane. There were so many instruments in that song. It, so it so much to it, right? I was like, dude, this is like I don't even know. I didn't, I didn't have words. I, I didn't have words for it. That's what I'm I was trying to tell you. Classify. I don't know how to classify that, like in a good way, like yeah, beautiful. It's it's insane, right? Truly. And you don't like, but it shows you don't need words, right? Absolutely. That's what I'm saying. We don't need. I don't know, man. I'm telling you, so many things without words just sound so much better. Oh, dude, I, instrumentals are the way to go. It's like, I don't know. But, like, for that song, if you really, like, really get into it, like, every single instrument plays a different character in that story. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, it's an epic fucking story that is being told in three minutes. Thank you. The instruments are talking yeah, for themselves, they don't need They're, words. That's right, and just like the, the piano goes with the vocals, which aren't words. It's just exactly. someone like, right? And that like last bit of vocals that come in is insane. Like no one, you don't see it coming. And like the background was like it was like some blue. I don't know. I, I can't remember what it was, but it was like the whole. Thing. It's a it's a painting. Yeah, it was a painting. Yeah, it was a best yeah. what it was. Yeah. Dude, that was beautiful though. Truly. What was what was it called again? So it's called Suns and Stars by Audio Machine. Audio Machine, that's what I remember. Yep. Okay. 
but the piano that gets you like from because uh, I'm listening to it right now. Uh huh. But the piano that gets you from like 122 to like the climax is probably my favorite piece of piano that I've heard. Yo, it was beautiful, truly. Like it was, it was. I don't know. I just feel like people that I'm not trying to say are more intelligent, but probably so overall are not listening to you know this type, <laughs> this type of music. You know, they're listening to more like Mozart. Or yeah. Like oh, they're missing out instruments like that, like things like that, like. Dude, you want to know something funny? Yeah, yeah. So, I was, um, so I dabble on and off with, like, online dating still, right? Just to see, like, what it's all about and who's still out there. And I met this girl. I'm going to name her because, um, in this, in this instance, it's kind of, like, a neat thing. I always had a crush. So, my two favorite Disney movies of all time, for the most part, are as followed. Um, Mulan. And then, um, or, like, and then princess-wise, Jasmine. And, like, in a general sense, Jasmine, because of what she stands for, not because she's, like, a an attractive Middle Eastern woman, which is always awesome in their own way. <laughs> um, I'm telling you, let's not even get into that because I've already been thought about all that. Right, but okay, so... In like a deep way, like I could explain what I'm talking about. Like, we think, I'll just kind of say it real quick, like, we think these women nowadays is like, oh, she's, I'm not saying they're not beautiful, like I'm not trying to say that. But I'm telling you, think all these women carry themselves. Look how they look. <coughs> they look good. They look yeah, good nowadays. But look, they do. think if she really knew she was a queen, like a real queen back in the day, but she was really a queen, bro. Like, think about it. I'm telling you, these women back in the day were way better looking. Some, oh, like, dude, 100%. I swear to God, like, I know it. Like, I don't care what anybody says. But did it? Oh, 100% dude everybody was in shape how many people come on <coughs> hmm. they didn't everybody. have fast food huh. none of these so what do you think all the women look like none come of on, these bro. none look- of these right none of these queens eat McDonald's thank you mm-hmm. so yeah bro like just I don't know but they're not but, but people these days aren't queens Women these days aren't queens. Exactly, but they don't. Like I said, it's all about like like you were saying, like what you are in a sense, you know, like the energy that you bring, like within mm-hmm. yourself. Like I know you weren't saying that exactly, but like in a sense, like what you are, you know, that's what you're gonna radiate out. So yeah, yeah if you don't, you know, Cardi B, Nicki Minaj, come on, like look at these women, come on, how they treating themselves, how they, yeah. that's what I'm saying. So, they radiate that energy. Well, okay, yeah, exactly, right. And thanks for oh. thanks for tying it, thanks for tying it back in with music too, because like 
that's super important. And it's important to the conversation that I had with this other chick who I was, I, um, I do my best to be as friendly as possible. Oh, I know. So trust me. I, that's one thing I know you do. Right. Even, even if I don't want to be friendly, I do my best to be as friendly as possible because like, I'd much rather see things drift and fade than tear and rip. And so I'd message this chick like, and she's a chick in our definition, right? Of chicks. Um, I messaged her and like mid-March and she gets back to me late March. And I wasn't in the best space at the time because I was dealing with like two other people that I just, I'd been talking with, but it wasn't really going in the right directions and had to say goodbye to. And then this other chick popped up and her name was Jasmine. And I was just like, oh man, how great would it be if this actually worked out? Because I love the name Jasmine, <laughs> right? It's it's a fucking, it's an easy, it's a super easy name to say. And I like that. It, I like that. Right, and then she okay. messaged me back. She messaged me back, <laughs> but there wasn't the what? Say, so get you a Jasmine, man. For real. Well, that's that's the thing, right? Jasmine's a beautiful name, and it's Definitely. you know, like I love it, right? And like you Definitely. hardly ever meet a a really terrible Jasmine. You're right. That's a that's a so. Right, like I've met some, I've met some really, really, really bad bitch like Stacy's in my life. Right, but never a Jasmine. Right, so, um, anyway, so we're talking and we go back and forth a little bit, and I'm, I think I didn't even tell her this, but um, I wrote her back saying I'm gonna go for a walk, but I was on like mushrooms and mda at the time why how much oh when that was the i think that was the night that we talked but i'm not sure oh, maybe it wasn't i used five by three you usually do five, two, two, right no i did i did two and i did the same thing so i did i did it again oh like i did it once when we recorded and then i did it again after and that was the one that i did and i and i messaged her and i was just like hey um i'm heading for a walk like this was at the end of it i was like i'm heading for a walk what would you recommend me listen to and she didn't get back to me until the morning right which is which is okay i don't really give a fuck on that but it doesn't like i didn't need the music recommendation after that but she recommended beethoven and i was like oh dope but we didn't click at all like i could feel it I could feel like, um, I don't know how to describe it, but it's just like a lack of connection. Right? Mm-hmm. Do you know that? Do you know that feeling? We're like, oh, oh, trust me. I know exactly what you're talking about. Right? And I knew that, it. right? And I knew that we wouldn't be good friends either. And like, dude, you know what's really interesting, right? Like, with women is, do you know when women get most mad at you? Try this next time. Dude, let's not even get into this. No, that try this next time. Sense. No, yeah. try this next time. They kind of do when you know them from a different side. Right? So try this next time. Okay? Okay. okay. I need this. Try, to feel. Try, try this next time. Right? Before you get into a relationship with a woman, uh-huh. 
see um, study women and okay. see how they treat each other. Okay. <gasps> okay. Study them. Learn. Study learn. Them. Yes, that's right. Okay. Learn them, and then treat okay. them how they treat them. Oh, whoa, whoa. Okay. Okay. And what you will find is you will not you will you will find that women will treat you the worst they've ever treated you. Whoa, what's that? Yeah. Because you're hurting them on a level that they protect super Whoa. See, and that's what I always say with women. Like I don't try and I don't want to argue with them no more. Because yeah. I don't for years, I don't understand them. I don't get it. Because mm-hmm. you have to really study them. Because I'm telling you, they are emotional. Because they'll be fine, fine, fine. And then it's just something. Yeah. And then and- something. And then so- I'm not saying dudes don't. But women are just emotion. They're just feminine. Like They're masculine too. Type. But it's just they're a different creature. They're different, well, just like we're different than them. When we we're directed energy, right? Yeah. And they are like if you want to think of it in positive and negative um, energies, and like those connecting, right? We would be one end, and they would be the other. Yeah. Right. So, like, our energy is more direct, and if you really think about it, what's the objective of the sperm? To get to the egg. Yeah. Sure. Right. That's the exact purpose of it. Right. And so it goes in a straight line where the egg stays in one spot. Mm. And it's all of these sperms trying to get to this one egg. Mm-hmm. Right. Not even working together. Yeah. Just trying to get there. Right. And and so like, but That's a fact. that is how we treat it. Right, and that's what gets us in trouble. Mm-hmm. Is we treat women how like we 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 react, we do everything in the form of how men are supposed to act and react around women, which is we hunt, we chase, and that trains women that that's what's supposed to that what they're supposed to I look agree. for. I agree, but the thing of it is, you know what it is, us as men, because trust me, I. I've done my chasing of women. I, I'm not saying that I haven't. I'm not saying that I, in the future it's not possible. And nobody's perfect. What I'm saying is this. Women, how they portray themselves and how they act, they do it in such a way that that's how it's set up. Like, I understand, like, you, you, you know, you being the manly man or this, and they'll, they'll just gravitate towards you yes but i'm telling you women set up these strategic ways to make it for you to in a sense they make it what i'm saying is strategic because they make it like you chase them they make it like that but she wanted to message you first i'm telling you she wanted to but oh 100 it's all a game that's what i'm trying to well, tell you it's strategic it goes- it's strategic they know what they're doing. They wanted. She wanted to text you that night, but she didn't. She wanted. She, she didn't want to pull your phone up. I'm telling you, like, but they're not gonna do it because it's all strategic. They just play mind games with you. 
making you think, yes. oh, 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 I'm the one, I'm blowing her up. No, she she right there. She going to message you back. She wanted to talk, but she didn't want to be the first one to message you. Cause that's well. Who knows who else is blowing up her phone too? I mean that that's a fact. But I'm saying it's all mind games. It's strategic. One hundred percent. Like, 100%. like so, they think again, about what they're doing. Again, going back to what I said, start treating women like women treat women. Okay. All right. Women treat women mind games as well. Yes. That's true. They're always fighting each other mind game wise. Uh-huh. Right? And I'm not saying treat women poorly on that. Here's what I'm saying. When you ask a woman out and she is blunt with you yeah. and says, no, I just want to be friends, how does that feel? Yeah. It doesn't feel all that great. It feels just as bad as just getting... Re- like, rejection feels like shit. Yeah. And, see... To a point and to a degree, women have never really had to deal with rejection in that way. Exactly. And it's time that they do. And that's what I mean. Right? Be completely... And women want honesty. That's what they say. Yeah. They want honesty. Be 100% unshakable honest with them. If they ask you a question, don't be afraid to lose them in your life and just be like direct with them and be like, this is it. Yeah. Dude, and I agree. What you will find Preach. is that Preach. they will they will either love it yeah. or you will set off a time bomb that has been ticking for however fucking long. Seen them time bombs. And they will go off on you mm. as if you were the worst person in the world, even what? if yep. you hardly know them. And guess what? Thank you. And guess what? These ain't regular time bombs. These no. time bombs, they're under the fucking ground. What am I meaning with this metaphor? Meaning that <laughs> whenever you don't even fucking know it. They're, under the, they're so under the surface. It's just going to blow up. The situation is gonna blow up. Yeah, man. Like these are Anytime. these these aren't these aren't minds from like our relationship. These are minds from like relationships past of yeah. other wars that you went through that you fought and lost, and you don't remember that they're even laid out there. And they're your fucking landmines of protection, not mine. Exactly, and not anybody else's. Exactly. You put them there, right? And so, like, that's what. And, and and dude, that's what's kind of like got me off relationships is I am not, I don't want to be responsible for anybody's baggage. I don't want to be responsible for any of that dude, shit. And, and when you, when you take on a relationship with somebody, you take their debt. But the thing of and it I'm is, not talking about monetarily, right? No. Emotional debt. But the thing of it is, I feel like people like me and you, we don't try in in like, not physically, mentally. Like, we wouldn't try and, like, mentally, like, bring things in our lives to really, like, bring that other person down. Because that's, I'm telling you, like, that's what women do subconsciously. They bring so much with them. Like, it's true. They just do. They just bring so much. Just, oh, this, all that. Like, bro, my ex, I just always heard, all this, all that, like just with her friends and just 
this and that. Like, whenever you're, you know, you're with yourself, you're not, you're not hearing all that. You think I hear all that? I hear nothing. Mm-mm. It's peaceful and quiet. <laughs> so come on now. That's a, that says, oh, yeah. That says a lot. Tell right? Me, because and- your state of mind does a lot to you. Because I, I my state of mind and my energy and my flow, it was not good in that relationship. I was arguing all the time, bro. I was stressing. Come on, bro. That's not right. Mm-hmm. So, like, I even thought about this all day. Like, I would, in a sense, rather just, like, relapse, in a sense, from me my then if you think about it then like with a woman that like I didn't really like want to it was just you know it was just like a one night type thing yeah because that transferring of energy is a lot deeper than you think not saying the other way is good or any better what I'm saying is I would rather that than with physically because in a sense, what if she was just a succubus trying to suck your energy <coughs> physically? You know, you got to think about that. That's true. You got to really think who you who you do, who you really do have intercourse with, change, exchange your sexual energy with. You really do. Oh, absolutely. But it's. I think I think really? we need to take that to like another degree and just really look at it for what it is. And it's, we need to assess who we spend our time with and who we connect with and our attachments to the fact, all of those things. Cause like, that's really what the sexual energy is about, right? Is the attachment to it, right? If you could detach from that type of energy, you could have sex all you want. And yes, it's, you know, like a lot more empty, but at least you're having sex without getting, you know, like, it's almost like a virus getting attached to you, right? Mm-hmm. Right, with these women, right? And that's not necessarily good, right? So, um, uh, fuck, what was I going to say? I forgot. Shit. I don't even remember what we were just talking about. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I like started hearing music because I forgot that it was playing, and then uh, no, just, it's just wow. Okay, we're talking about women. Yeah, and and oh, this is this was my key point with what I was trying to say is this is more than likely what it will teach you long term. Okay, it'll teach you that women are way more delicate than what we consider at all. Period. Yes, that. I'm that, telling you, I mean, trust me, I see everything. I know exactly. I was in a three-year relationship. I know everything you're talking about. Trust me. I know. Right. I know. They're, they're, they're far more vulnerable than what we give them credit for. Yeah. And I know. Yeah. Um, they take rejection far worse. Yeah. Um, they want to... No. They want... They still want to believe in love. They still want to believe in all of those things being possible, but because of whatever amount of pain they've been through throughout their entire lives, they are so super afraid of that that they'll fuck almost everything up possible. Mm-hmm. Right? And then create things in their head saying, 
like first off blaming everything on the outside eventually then taking an internal and becoming different people mm-hmm. right there's this um journey that i've seen women of all ages go on through experiences like that right so but that's you know like i've learned it through through this through like treating women so like what i learned is there's no good time to give bad news period that's anybody Ever. but definitely to right women and and um definitely there's no good way to break up with somebody no and the idea is to get out sooner than later it's harder and harder and you said that and that, that's true and and this is the most important one don't start anything that you don't actually want see that's that's exactly what i was about to say i just learned so much from my past most i learned is mm-hmm. don't rush anything there's no rush Nothing. No, man. Start as start as friends first. If somebody doesn't like, oh, maybe three years. I don't even know. We can just so, stay and be friends. Oh, there's no time. Well, here's the thing: is, it's meant to be. I'm not about to time it. If it's a lot of a lot of us have an issue with um, <laughs> sex with sex, right? Like mm-hmm. um, of ownership of going well. If I claim this person right now, then their pussy's mine. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. But here's here's the way that I look at it this way. If she's not willing to in a sense put all that on pause to make sure that you're the right one for her, mm. you may actually not want to be the right one and have her as the right one for you. Because she's probably not. If She's not like, you know, like you can do absolutely everything else. Yeah. Except for vaginal intercourse is what I'm saying. Do whatever the fuck you want. That's the sacred bond. That's the, that's. um, I've thought about that. So you think the same way. I've thought about that. Like, you don't. That's the sacred. And that's the sacred bond that you have. Cause that's the, that's putting Adam's rib back into where it came from. Yeah. Right? That's what Adam's rib is. Yeah, because if you think about it, everything is a transfer. Whenever you talk to somebody, you're transferring energy. If you really think about 100%. Like, that, I get what you're saying. That is sacred. That's why it's sacred. Yeah. You're, you know. Because it's creation. Exactly. You can't create, you can't, you can't create out of anal, you can't create out of Exactly. That's a that's true. Right? They're only pleasures. That's it. So it's an experience. The all the rest of it, like the vaginal intercourse and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Right? And that only happens between straight people. Yeah, that's a fact. <laughs> right? That's a fact. Right. Yeah. Is um uh, you know, like that's that's where the bond is formed. Right? And, you know, like, that's where the energy is. That's where the attachment comes in, all of those things. So that's why I practice celibacy. Now, I don't expect any woman out there to want to be with me, 
without wanting some sort of vaginal intercourse at some point. So I pick and choose who, you know, like I find physically attractive and whatnot and go for them first. Right. Like how I, how I, how I pick people is based on this physical, physical attraction is always going to be first. I don't care what anyone says. Because no, 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 listen, listen, listen. Before you say another word, all I got to say is two words. I agree. <laughs> okay. Right. Now. I agree 100%. The, right. Is um, the, but physical attraction can only go so far. Exactly. And it's really who you are on the inside that counts, but. It's very it's very difficult to have children with people that you don't find physically attractive. That's e- that's exact like word for word what I say. Now, like not only do I not like do I think you're attractive, but when I have kids with you, like you yeah. really do have to like come on, I'm not trying to like just said be mean, like oh my somebody might be ugly, but you you have to be attractive. Yes, like, and we got to be straight you know, up, but yeah. we got to be straight up with like with women on that too of going look here's here's where i'm at is like we we got and and first and foremost we got to be straight up with ourselves and not try and conquer every single piece that's out there right it's okay to let to to let like think about it this way okay as awful as this is going to sound but it is basically this when we think about sex anyway so it's not like i'm not offensive when you used to eat meat and you would go down the meat aisle. Did you grab every piece of meat that was there even though you wanted it? No. You grabbed what you wanted and you left. Then you left other pieces of meat for other people without going home, cooking up your meal, and then sitting down and thinking, oh man, I wonder who's enjoying that piece of steak and who's eating that ham and who's eating those chickens wings and and all of that stuff right that like you fantasized at the grocery store that you wanted to have right all of that other stuff we just let go right we need to start being able to do that with conquest as well because not every single woman out there is meant for us very few very few in that degree are, but every single woman on the planet, if you can get past your dick, can be a good friend. That's exactly, listen, you know how many times I've been, like, on some real shit, not even trying to, like, have sex with this woman, like, just vibing with her. It's been, like, not saying it hasn't been cool with the homies, but it's just dope, the experience. Mm-hmm. Like, like I'll be real most of the time. Like, yeah, I was smoking. You know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah, <laughs> still, like, it was just like a like whenever like she's real cool, just down to earth, like, down to talk. You know, that experience is dope. Oh, dude, true. Real, like, see, and real, and, just, and and that's just, that's the whole point. Yeah. It's like we have to. There's all of these boundaries that one has to get past in order to get to that level of, with people. That's why I don't like relationships. I've thought about that. Like, well, think about it. Relationships are why we're why we're not united. Yes. Think about it. If you really think about it, because like, whenever you two, like you and you, you and your girl in a relationship, 
Now, you know what I'm saying? Your girl, you know, obviously she's not going to be talking to this dude or that. And I'm saying, like you were saying, friends. Like, we're supposed to have friends. Like, that's not negative. No. Like, even if, oh, it's a different sex. What if that person really just needs some? You know what I'm saying? Like, but what if it can go deeper, though? What if it, it's, what if we, as men, just like they, as women, have this capacity and capability of when someone doesn't want to sleep with you, someone doesn't want to be in a relationship with you, that you can still be friends and acquaintances with them. We don't know how to do that yet. That's troublesome. Mm. Right? Like, think about it. Like, you're going along and you're going along and you're going along because you have your values and you have yourself in check. You don't sleep with anybody until you find that one that you... um, really want to have kids with and in return they have to want to have kids with you too right because that's really what it has to be they have to and it's not about planning to have kids it's well we're not going to use a condom and you don't have to be on birth control so if a child happens to pop into our lives do both of us want to raise it together if both of us check mark that as yes we're going to go forward but not until we both want to now If along the way she decides that she wants dick and I'm not ready to give up my values, am I supposed to just throw away everything that we built up to that as friends? Because my feelings are hurt in a moment. Right? I should be able to overcome that still see her as the beautiful person that I was hoping to build that relationship with and now start forming another relationship with what we've already built. Mm. I think that's the far more mature route to go. And it's so super hard to even get that across to women on dating sites and anywhere else. Let alone men. Because we're still stuck in this idea of how relationships are supposed to be. And if she doesn't want to be with me in this way, then we shouldn't be together at all, period. Dude, I'm telling you, preach. And that's super super childish, the way that, that works. Now, here's the thing, though, right? You have to, the moment that she decides to go get other dick, she is no longer a female to you. She loses that quality. That's how severe it is with me. If a woman decides to go off and veer into a different direction, we can still be homies. That's totally cool. We cannot be companions. See, I agree 100%. I agree 100%. Like I said, I'm not perfect. Like I said, my ex, she, she, she would get on me. She would get on my nerve because she was... She would do things and be such a hypocrite. Like I said about my Instagram, she had my Instagram password. Like, mm-hmm. why, why do you have my Instagram? And then she lied about it and still have my Instagram because she's like, oh, we just need to be done, this and that. You're just this, like, you still have my Instagram? You just told me you didn't. So it's like I said. Right. It's just, yeah, man. It's just... Like, I told her, like, bottom line, like, bottom line, like, we're not together. I'm your ex. 
So why do you really have my my social media? Like, come on, that don't even make sense. Yeah, why are you still checking up? Come on, thank you. Like, not even just on my page. Like, you literally have my account, bro. Like, <laughs> like what? Who said you can even have it? Like, who even? Who said that? Like, I don't know. It's just that's why I just got so mad and just. <laughs> Like I said, I'm not perfect, but I know at the same time, like, I'm talking to somebody that sits here and is the biggest hypocrite ever. But, like, yes. oh, I didn't lie, but told me, oh, I deleted it, this and that. But then I see again, I look on my things. I looked on my, time I looked on my Facebook, I have a picture of it. It said iPhone XR. She has an iPhone, means logged in. I'm like, come on. Hmm. Like, you just told me you didn't. She's like, oh, well, now I'm going to really delete it. Yeah, I did have it. Like, (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay, but, like, see, the thing is, here's here's uh, what I've learned about all of this, too, right? Like, over just, like, the years of being alive is um, what we learn in one moment is something that we can use in the next moment to come whether we recognize a new moment is coming mm-hmm. or not, right? So everything you learn from your ex has nothing to do with your ex anymore. It just has to do with, it's like, you know, like how you left grade seven behind and moved into grade eight mm-hmm. and you didn't really worry about grade seven after that because you were concerned about grade eight, right? I think we need to learn how to let people go the same way. That, that, them exiting our lives, no matter if they were just friends, if they were family, if they were companions, whatever we want to call them, right? That their exit means that new people, new opportunities, and new everything are coming. And it's not supposed to be with them. And that's what's, you know, that's what's tough with us is we build up all of these expectations and plans to include people. So, understanding and knowing that there's only really one solution that you can do. At least there's only one solution that I found that you can do. And it helps me get through life so much easier. So instead of imagining your companion as a specific person, start building a basically like a container for a companion, like a spot for a companion in your life. And add the values that you like in people. Add the qualities that you're looking for in a companion. Right? Add all of those things into that container. And the person that fits it will show up eventually. Uh-huh. Right? And the same thing goes with friends. Yeah. The same thing goes with everybody. Right? Like, that's how I look at it. That's how I treat it. Is um, to that degree. Right. So at some point, right, like right now, I have a spot available for a companion and it has all of these classifications and roles and whatnot inside of it so that I know that when I meet somebody that if they like that's my true account, like um, margin of connectivity and compatibility is do they fit the measurements that I have with my compatibility program? And if they don't, then I need to make a decision sooner than later 
about what I'm going to do with the relationship that I have. Because I can't, if, if I know within the first 10 minutes of meeting somebody that it's not going to work, I need to tell them that. Right? Most, like, uh, too, mon- too many of us go, no, that's just, you know, we'll make an excuse up not to hurt another person's feelings. I, 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 yeah. Right? And then we'll make it worse for ourselves because of that. I agree. Yeah. Right? So, like, going back to Jasmine, Oh, not yeah. the one, not the one from Aladdin, but the one that lives near me. She messaged me and like, which is like, the next day I mentioned that she really was into Beethoven and all of that, and but made it super abundantly clear that we weren't going to be compatible. Mm. Like just, just made it super clear, and I love it when women do that because it allows me. If they're going to be that blunt about it, it allows me to be, if you was to think about it, should I not be able to be just as blunt back? Mm-hmm. So I was. Mm. And I wasn't mean. I was just like, you know what? I totally understand where you're coming from. Friendship is always the best. Um, but I'm also okay if this, if you don't ever reply back. Mm. Right, I'm not going to be upset. I'm not going to be mad. I'm just going to wish you well. And she basically deleted our message. Off of uh, match. Mm. Like, like deleted it. So it doesn't exist there anymore. It's hilarious. Like she must have blocked me or something. Like, you want to talk about someone that from the get, which, side note, is a t-shirt that I want to fucking make up. Uh, I like that saying. It's back from, like, the, the 90s rap. From the get. But it's basically that you've been there from the start. Um, but, like, from the get, she was, like, on me. About, like, just being friends and like that that's the most important thing and whatnot. And so I was just like, okay, well, if you have, if you can speak to me this way, I should be able to speak back to you the same way. And what I've found is I really think women want to be lied to. Is that bad? Hmm. Why is it that when I'm completely honest with women, I get yelled at worse than anybody or just as poorly, if not worse, than anyone that they've ever been in an argument with that has treated them like they were second class citizen and I never did. I only, I, for the most part, treat people with respect. But... My problem is, is that I don't let go of people soon enough. Because if I did, man, I would be ruthless. Yeah. 
I'd be saying goodbye to so many people. Like on Twitter, dude, I would have said goodbye to too many people. Right? But I didn't want to be just like the rest of the... Um, I didn't want to be like the rest of the guys on Twitter. The rest of the... Um, I don't know what you want to call those people. Like there was spiritual Twitter, right? Do you remember that at all? Yeah. Right. And there were like leaders within there. And I wouldn't technically say I was a leader within there, but I was close with leaders within there. Right? Like I was counsel to them, if that makes sense. And I met like most people most people in spiritual Twitter are more fucked up than anything, dude. Right, and they're lost, and they're trying to figure shit out. That's what I found, right? And you know, like here's 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 a big thing. Here's a big thing for, um, so you know how people hold on to things, and they're and they're like, I'm gonna use this one day. You probably know people like that, right? Definitely, right. And you might have some stuff, too, that you hold on to that you might want to see or look at or blah, 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 one day, right? So I do that with people. People, I collect, like, my my collection is people. That's why it hurts and sucks so much when people come and go. Um, What are you doing? I was just doing some push-ups, actually. Oh, I got you. Good. Good for you. I'm listening, though. Um, uh-huh. forget what I was talking about. Oh, well. We were talking about ladies. Man. But, like, Man. dude, I know, I know it sounds really, 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 really mean to to do that, but, like, I think, and I think women should do it to men too, mm-hmm. right? Women should treat men like men, treat women, right? Right. I think, you know, what's, you know, what's super uncomfortable? What's uncomfortable? Being ogled or like, um, uh, fucking, what is it called? like materialized or or whatever it is um by ugly women mm. right wow. and like if more women just did that to to men like how objectify right how men objectify women if women did that back to men men would learn not to objectify women so much mm. because it would get to the degree, like, if women were allowed to truly just be, like, like, we control what women say in society, big time, right? That's not ladylike, but we never say that's not gentlemanly anymore, right? And I really think it's, you know, important for women to experience life as men and men to experience life sort of, like, with as female, but don't do, don't treat men like women and don't treat women like men. 
treat each other like each other. Right? Mm-hmm. So when you're dealing with women, treat women like women. Mm-hmm. We're not competing against women. Great. So it shouldn't be a competition. Oh. We're, we're competing with men and we're competing with women for time, space and all of that shit. So that's why you want to find a companion and not necessarily just, you know, like whatever. But, you know, like for the most part, men are the competitive. Like, I'm not saying women aren't competitive, but what I'm saying is, is that men compete for eggs. Right. Whereas women don't necessarily compete for sperm. Women have their choice of sperm. They, they don't... Men, men compete more, more than you can see. Women do it more uh, uh, emotionally. Yes. I was, yeah, exactly, right? Yeah. Right? And, and that's the whole thing, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, that's why women, that's why it's predominantly men that ask women out because women don't like the feeling of rejection. Exactly. Because it, it hurts, it hurts that, emotionally. That's exactly what I was saying. She wants to message you, but what if you don't message her? She, yeah. she, can't, she can't feel that. She can't see that. She can't have people know. Yeah. That you she she didn't get a message back. Thank you. It's all strategically thought out. I'm telling you. Oh dude. And we, we do, we're falling into the traps. I mean it's true. But the thing of it is, they set the trap. So she picks it right back up and acts like it was never there. Now she's talking to you. No, bro. She knew she wanted to I'm telling you. Right. I'm telling you. These women, they want to. She wanted to message you. I'm telling 100%. you. 100%. So They're going to act like they didn't, but we all know. They just can't feel rejection. That's all. That's truly, I feel like, at the bottom of it, the base of what it is. As yeah. like from a, from a woman's perception. I, I truly, I really do. Wow. I think I th- I think it's a big part of it. Yeah. Right, a very big part of it is um you know like it cuz it sucks, man. It sucks when but you know what it, you know where else it sucks? Yeah, I agree. It sucks when people don't want to do projects with you. It sucks when people don't want to talk to you about this or that. Like it just there's you know like what they don't realize is that they probably get rejected all over the place. It's just not in that one arena. Right. And like, it's just different, man. Like the way that I view things now is as before, like as before, it's just, it's completely different. I, um, I have a different understanding and respect for women. Right. Like I'm not I don't want to justify any of the behavior that had has happened over this span because I've met some very incredibly awful women in the last or or um, came to meet, let's say, some pretty awful women over the last little while. 
But I can't say that that's all women. Right? That's unfair to blanket (coughs) every single woman as awful because of these women who are out there doing shitty things to men. And that's pretty much what I was saying. Like, I don't like, I don't like men like that. Like, cause I was one of them. Like, I'm not gonna lie. Like, it's just how my ex kind of made me feel for a period of time. Like, oh, all women are like this. No, they're not. Every woman is different. So you can't have that, uh, like pre, you know what I'm saying? Like predetermined type point of view about them. Simply. You have to see everyone is different. Truly, everybody is different. And how I look at it like this, if we were, if we, if any of us was the same, all of our organs would look the exact same. None of them look the, none of them look the same. If you really think about it, nobody had it shaped the exact same. I'm telling you, think about it. I'm telling you exactly. There's so many things like it's it's all unique. I'm telling you. Oh, dude, one hundred percent. There's right and right and and but that's tough. That's that's tough for us to really wrap our heads around, like how. Um, how vast the amount of people there are out there, right? That are all different, right? And what we need to do is, see, our problem is, is that we like some of the qualities in broken people that we like, or in healthy people that are also in broken people. And all broken people are, are healthy people that are broken. And if these people were healthy, I bet you your ex would be a phenomenal person if she wasn't the way that she was. There were qualities in her that you really, really liked, but what had happened is they, um, you allowed them to take precedent over you. Right? And so you stuck, stuck, stuck. Just like most people stick, stick, stick to relationships because Dude, of whatever like, reason you decided. That, that, and like, I'm telling you, like she literally told me first off, she she acted she acted a certain way when she first met me. She didn't act as crazy. And second off, like I'm telling you, man, like if I had like a camera in recording, I could show you how like she was way more submissive. I'm telling you, like she was just like she was just way more like that's how women's supposed to be to a man though. That's how it levels out. It truly is. I'm telling you, like, if y'all are like trying to be in a relationship, I'm trying to say, like, she can't because like, who likes a woman that's really trying to be all manly? Come on now, you gonna stay with that for a long time, or a woman, woman that acts like a woman? Think about it. Exactly. Well, okay, but like to a certain extent. I, I think what's important you know what to to address though Dude, is what don't. exactly is what exactly is a woman and what exactly is a man though. 
it's all the energy. That's all I'm trying to say. Like, so we just talking, use these words. We know, we know the energies. We're talking, just, we're talking like um, kinetic and potential. We're talking electric and magnetic. We're talking about that type of stuff, right? Yeah. Right, masculine, right. feminine, more than um, penis, vagina, or even egg and sperm. So what we're talking about is who you are and finding your um, your other half, basically, in that sense, right? Uh, like if um, there's a positive and, and, and negative or there's a male and female and they connect, right? Like those kind of things, right? That's what we're trying to find, right? We're trying to find our connection to another person. So the first thing that we need to decide on is where we align most. And it's not decide on it to understand who we are to a degree that we're super aware of what we are. So I know for a fact, dude, that I'm far more feminine than I am masculine in a lot of things, but I'm still an alpha male. Dude, tell me why I think the same way. And I know it was because obviously I was not raised by my dad. Yeah. But like, I know at the end of the day, alpha is not what we think it is. That's what I'm trying to say. We think it's this this perception, but it's really not. Right. If you think about it, if you really think about it, if, if it takes a woman to make a man, if you really think about it, they are alpha. If you really think about it. Yes. Because, like, however strong that that seven-foot-ten nigga was, <laughs> his, his mom had him. That's right. If you think about it. His mom might have right. been six-foot, but his mom had him. Or she might have been five-nine. She you could know, have been four. Daddy could have been like that's six, what I'm ten. His mom, baby just came out. But his mom had him. That's right. Well, like, even if you take it to the degree of it also takes a woman or feminine energy to make masculine energy and to like promote masculine energy, that's 100% true as well. Yeah. But what I am not saying in all of this, this is for like not basically you, but for anybody that's listening. Um, is this I'm not saying that you are a, need to be an alpha anybody needs to be an alpha and go out and find a beta what I'm saying is be an alpha and go out and find another alpha right but find it in the opposite form of what you are right so if you are in like okay think about it this way football imagine your offense you need to find somebody to play defense for you. Right? That's basically it, right? They balance each other out. And if you have a good offense or a good defense or you have both, you win championships. Right? So you want, like, you don't want your your um, fucking defensive captain to be some wimpy-ass piece of shit kicker. Sure, right? Right, that's not going to be the guy that's going to demand leadership on the fucking field. You want this motherfucker to be just as alpha and just as respected as the QB. Right, and that's the guy that's going to war with you on that field. That's like, you know, like you got to pick your 
Like the we picked the wrong people, dude. Mm-hmm. We picked betas because we think that that's the way that it's supposed to be. Because we're too afraid to go after alphas because alphas don't have to put up with their shit. They really don't. An alpha woman doesn't have to put up with anything. But she's also put herself into that position somehow. And that's what you need to, like, that's what we need to learn. So, like, some women are, like, faux alpha, where they've put, gotten themselves into a position for one reason or another. For example, Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian holds no power if nobody pays attention to her. Nobody gives a shit. Literally. Right? That's not the type of woman that you want to have a relationship with. Yeah. Right? You want to be like Ray J. He didn't get out. He didn't quit it. And put out one good song. That's all. That's all you need is one good song. Trust me. Because, you know, Chameleonaire, Chameleonaire knows you only need one good song. But like the goal, the goal should be to find a compatible partner, so companion, right, that matches you in every way that you are great in their own way, and matches you in a few categories that are super important that we don't ever pay attention to. The first category is this. How do you value time? How do you feel time? Right? To me, going days, weeks, not talking to people is a complete waste of time for me because I have that available. Right? Like you and I could do a podcast every single day of the week because I have the availability. Right? I'm not saying we need to. I'm saying that's just the possibility is there. Right? So, like, to me, a companion is far greater than any of that. And I've already spent 40 years of my life without her. That's a long time. Yeah. And, like, listen, I don't want to spend more time without them. So, I don't understand the whole, like, courting period. I don't understand any of that shit, I know who I like and I know who I don't. I just need to learn to say goodbye to the ones that I don't like as much and continue trudging towards someone that is actually compatible for me. Trust me, you're going to find her. You're going to live to be damn near 100. So you're going to find her now. You got time. Don't worry. Huh? Shit. Right, but what I'm saying is goodbye. when I find her, when I find her, <clears throat> my whole thing is I want her to want to spend just as much time with me and us be so compatible on that level that we have the ability to do that. Where we're independent still, we're self-reliant still, you know, self-efficient. And we still look out for one ourselves, but we also look out for each other. And we promote each other to the degree of being each other's like biggest cheerleaders. Right, we promote growth within each other because we want because we know that if they grow, they're going to help us grow. Right, it's teamwork. Mm-hmm. Right, and we forget that most people are just like, "What can I get out of this?" And it's not. Instead, it's what can we make out of this? That's what matters. And I don't understand why you would want to spend any time other than alone time away from this one person. 
if you could have choice. If you don't want to be around your companion all the fucking time in a healthy way, that's not the person, at least that's not the person for me. Right? And I get that it may be different for other people. But like, dude, I feel time like this. Days feel like months and years at the same time. Does that make sense? Oh, you're saying everything is together. Yeah, essentially, right? Like, But they feel super, super long mm-hmm. and incredibly short. Mm-hmm. Right? Like a day can feel like a year to me. Or it could feel like a minute. I guess is better to say, right? Or like a month could feel like a day or a year. Mm. Right? So like the month of April, right? This whole month, it's we're already on like tomorrow's 420, I believe. Thank you. That even makes like it's fly, like it's like flying by. Right. But the day-to-day stuff, it still feels like it's a long time. Huh. Like, it still feels like time is, like, slow as fuck. So, like, no matter how much I try and occupy my time, I still have moments where I'm just like, this would be so much better with somebody else. I agree. I know exactly what you're saying. Trust me. Right. Right. But I'm super specific and and picky about who that person is now. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is good. Well, it's just, it has to be. And the other thing is, dude, is if I was a girl, if we were women, if we had eggs and we were talking about this, we would have an empowerment movement behind us saying, you should be doing that for you. Don't settle for anybody. Settle for only the best. Right? Know what you're worth. Mm-hmm. Right? But we say this thing, these things to guys and... You know, like it's, it's, you know, like you say this, you, if you ever said this in the locker room, they'd shrug you off and like probably like if this was the eighties, call you some form of uh gay slur, mm-hmm. whichever one is, you know, fashionable at the time. Right. Right. But like when we connect emotionally and that's what gets us into trouble because we're not we don't connect enough that way, right? That's why we don't really understand women all that well. And the problem is, is that when you're too connected to your emotions, you understand women far too well, and it uh, keeps you from wanting to date any of them because you realize a few things. Mm-hmm. You realize that one, more than likely, unless they've healed themselves, they're fucking damaged. And there's only so much so so much time before that damage spills out. And what I've found is that damage, that time frame for me is like two months or less. Mm. That their wreckage and my wreckage met meet and decide not to be together. But I, for some reason, was always going after betas, was going after um, low-hanging fruit, was going after damaged fruit on the ground because I thought everything needed to be equal and I thought it was unfair to go after somebody 
of higher quality if I could help rehabilitate somebody to be that higher quality. Yeah. And now I'd much rather just find be higher quality and be with someone of higher quality. But I don't feel like I deserve someone of higher quality until I become that person of higher quality. That's exactly what I was about to say. I feel like me, I'm still working on myself. I feel like I'm not I'm not too like my greatest self. Mm-hmm. Which is like a humbling thing. You have to be humble. Well, yourself. I also think this needs to play a big, big role in like our decision making too. Is who's paying attention to us and why? Mm-hmm. Right, like that's important to me, man. That's super important to me. If like if if I can't hold her attention. She's not at all, like, aware of me then. And there's no point in being with someone. Like, that's, that's another reason. Like, dude, I don't want to go a day without talking to my companion. Period. I see no point. Why are we even doing this? Right? If you have the time to spend with everybody else, but don't have an opportunity to do that with me... I don't see a point in us being together. And what that does is that work. There's no, there's no possible way that would work. How could you ever spend a day with not hearing from somebody you're with? But, but but that's my thing is, is that like, that's why I haven't found that person Mm -hmm. because every single woman that I've met to date is okay without talking to me over a day. I see, you know, I understand. And once it gets to over that day, I basically talk to the planet and say, okay, remove them from my life in that capacity. Yeah, trust me, it's happened to me, man. I I understand. That's true. That's all you can do. Right? Because Bro. all we have is time. And again, it goes back down to that equation of how much do you value me? And of the time that you have available, which is all available time, it's not my fault that you're in the spot that you're in. It's only my fault for accepting a relationship with you at this time. Right? But it's not my fault that, you know, like it's not my fault that some of these women had kids that if they didn't have children would have had the time to be able to actually speak with me. Right? To have that dedication. But instead, had children and spent it in that way. And, like, I'm not against women with kids. I understand that they're a handful. But I've also seen women who just kick ass at being a single mom. And, like, yeah, they have their bad days and whatnot. But never treat someone the way that they've treated me. I've seen... Dude... Trust me on this when I say this, and I understand this to a deep level with human beings. We're texting someone. We we all text somebody. And we all want to text somebody. We all want to message someone. We all want to be in contact with somebody. So if we're not connecting with that other person, it does mean you're not important to me. Now, it doesn't mean over the long term you're not. It means in the short term you're not important to me. But... How think about it this way. 
long term, yes, I may be important. But short term, if you don't talk to me, how long can you not talk to someone before that long term thing fades away because your short term is filled with nothing? Right? Like, how many days can a relationship go without talking to them? For to to get back into going, oh no, that's just normal. Like you didn't talk to me for fucking ten days, but you let every like, dude. I go to the degree of this. I see talking to other people and intercourse as almost a similar act. As fucked up as that sounds. Meaning, meaning this: that if you have time to talk, and we haven't basically gotten bored of talking to each other that day. I don't understand why you wouldn't want to message me unless you needed to message somebody else. But if you had nothing going and you had a moment in your day and you could message anybody or talk to anybody, the first person I would want to talk to would be them. Yeah, and like I said, trust me, I know exactly what you're talking about with the women. I went through the same thing myself. I've seen women that I've talked to and they just stopped talking to me. Like yeah. I said, it's not that I really care. It's just like, it's just like, I just, at the same time, I just don't understand it. I'm, I, it's weird. I just, it's, I, it's, it's bizarre to me how women can just turn it off so fucking quickly. And then when you do it to them, they get so mad. <laughs> like, dude, I ghosted someone for the first time in my entire life a week ago or two weeks ago. Like a week and a, a week and a half ago. Let's say 10 days. About a week right. ago. Pardon? I said about a week ago. <laughs> right? But like I did. like, And I felt bad for the first little bit because I don't like how that feels to me. Mm. But I was like, women do this to men all the time. They talk up a really big thing, talk up a really big game, and then when new information gets added into the equation, they change their mind. Like, let's have a real conversation, because I've had this conversation with other people before, but most people are afraid to talk about it. Where is consent? If you purchase something... If you purchase something at the store and bring it home and it doesn't work, do you just deal with that? Or it says that it doesn't want to do what it's supposed to do. Right? If you agreed on at the store what it was, what it was and you took it home, like if someone doesn't perform a service for you, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Are you able to do anything about that? Or you just have to grin and bear it and go, oh, that's just how life is. Right. And here's what I'm saying. We need to we need as as a species need to be so much better at um, understanding each other. Like, don't first and foremost, don't drink so much. If you find yourself waking up in other people's places, regretting that because that's what happened. Like, it's, 
do this is gonna sound super bad because of like how I hold myself, but like I don't give a fuck. Rape being raped and having regret about who you slept with can almost feel like the same thing. Mm. And they get misconstrued where one thinks it's rape and the other is, or one is actual rape, whereas someone forced themselves on you, right? And took your possession that way. The other one is, um, I mean, it's one or the other, isn't it? If, like, if you were to go to a place and a woman was already drunk. That means that right then and there, you can't take her home. That's basically it. Right? Like, that's it. That's the only thing. That's the only choice you have. Because if you continue... And almost you have to leave her alone right there. Because what's the point? It's not going to lead anywhere. You're not going to know each other after that night. So, like, you're just going to get to know them there. But what I'm saying is this. On the female side, as long as there wasn't pressure or illicit means, because again, that's rape, right? But if it's under their own volition of going and doing all of these things, but feeling regret after, yes, that's a shitty position, but you cannot put that on anybody else but yourself. You didn't have to go out that night. You didn't have to get so drunk. Right? And the, on the flip side, we as gentlemen and we as men need to be better on that as well. Mm-hmm. Right? So if you know that you can take advantage of the situation, you probably should leave it alone. Know what I mean? Yeah, I'm listening. So. Right, there's a lot of guys that would take advantage of that situation. Mm. Yeah. Which is sad, but no, definitely. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it, man. No, I would. I don't think I'd be able to live with myself. Me, myself. Thank you. Right, like, I mean, like, um, dude, I'm not going to lie. I have a propensity for younger women. Like, naturally, just, I don't know what it is. And, like, I'm not talking young, young, like, 18 and fresh. But, like, like any anywhere from, like, 20, 23 up, for some reason, I'm just, like, I feel okay with, no matter my age. Right? And, like, um, it gets me in trouble, too, because they haven't had the same life experiences as me yet. They're just at the beginning where I'm at the tail end of all of that shit. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean that I can't find someone that's younger that wants that, that that is there too. They're just, they're just further ahead. Exactly. Right. So like, it really does come down to a bunch of things. And like the biggest one is knowing who you are. And then the second one is not wavering from that. Now, think about this. Psychologically, 
women are going to want to change us. Or, let's yeah. flip it. Not necessarily women are going to want to change us. We're going to want to change for the women. There you go. That's, that's true. Right. And what happens is the more that we change, the less attraction they have towards us. The more that we become the person that they're molding us into, the less attractive we are to them. That's a fact. Right? Um, But the more we hold on to who we are, that's what got them attracted to us in the first place. Right? So... Yeah, it's fucked up, right? Exactly. So, so I mold you with somebody else, they lose attraction. But if you were to just stay exactly how you were before. Yes. Right. And that's the difference. The difference in caliber of women that you will meet in this world. And Alpha will understand that. And a Beta will try and continuously change you. Wow. Right, but a, but an alpha has no reason to. An alpha's already secure in who she is. Mm-hmm. Right, she has no reason to change the person. She's more looking now for like um, a specific type of wrench, not just a wrench, mm-hmm. and not right. Like she's already figured. Like she has her old toolbox already fixed and filled out. Right, but it doesn't hurt to have an extra tool that's only going to make her better. Uh-huh. Right, whereas in a beta is not at all going to be that. <clears throat> right, betas will want to control the situation, and alpha can take it or leave it because they don't need you. Right, but you can't look at it in the way that going, oh well, fuck them for not taking it. It's more so you didn't earn your spot with them. Uh-huh. But we don't do that enough with women. It is okay for an alpha woman to treat men like that, but it's not okay for men to do like it does. I feel like it's a uh, we don't do that enough. It's not that we can't; it's that we as men don't do that enough. We like the submissive women, where women only really need to be submissive in certain spots, mm-hmm. and completely independent in almost everywhere else. Right. And and you can, you, no, I agree. I you, agree. Can, you can match that ratio up to the same as the difference between organs in human beings. Women more than likely have two kidneys. They have a liver. They have a spleen, a stomach, a small intestine, a large intestine. Right? They'll have a heart probably on the left side, rib cages. They're going to have almost... Almost, and I'm talking probably like 90% the same body as you. Just shorter, less of it, doesn't really matter, right? But they will have the same format and layout as you, except for 20% that makes them super different in their emotional set, right, than, than us, right? So, like, we don't bond on that 80% enough. We bond on, we try and, we try and fix the 20 or we try and, you know, like not even fix the 20, but like we allow the 20 to like 
change so much of a relationship. If that makes sense. Mm. Right. Um, are you still awake? I'm here. I'm listening. Just whatever is women, it's just there's just really so much to say. There's so much, but at the end of the day, we can't hate women, man. No, there's no point. Truly, it's not right to. It's just not right. But we shouldn't be hating on anyone. That's the it's, thing. Thank you. Right, like it seems, but like if yeah. we it's. It really comes down to like changing the way that we view our own existence. If you look at it as a competition, you're always going to see everything as a competition. Now, it kind of is up to a certain degree. So like um, for a lot of people, um, money is an issue or survival is an issue, let's say. And for us right now, money is a key to survival. So a lot of people are money focused, right? So they're still stuck in survival and survival is scary because survival is all about competition, right? Survival of the fittest. You want to stay alive, right? Um, But once you get past survival and you get into security, like this is Maslow's hierarchy of needs, but once you get into a more secure state, you're not so much worried about survival anymore. And you can see it from a different perspective. And once you get that security behind you, right, and you can move into like self-esteem or self-love, right, and you can start seeing like it all from like different perspectives, it allows us to like really take um, or pay attention to what's important, right? Because it gives us the time. Most people are still fighting for survival, dude. You try and, you try and toss in a relationship for them to, and, and they go nuts. Like, dude, I do not want a relationship with a woman that is based on only support. Exactly. Nah. If we can't if we can't create together, we can't be together. And other people will be like, well, that's just going to mean that you're going to be alone for a long time. And I'm like, no, that could mean that I'm alone forever. But I would much rather be happy creating on my own than unhappy chasing women that don't want to be with me. Yeah. Right, and just get really, really, really good with being alone. Oh, and here's the other thing that I realized, too. Is it's super important for us to um, release all of, like, the ties that we keep and, like, shut the doors that are open and get rid of the doors and truly move the fuck on. Like, you don't keep your favorite shirt from your old identity. You get rid of that, too. Mm. And move the fuck on. 
it's the way I look at it, right? So, like, for me, what I do relationship-wise or, like, whenever I attach or, like, connect with a female is I sparingly talk to other women just to see... Because, like, the less women I talk to in those situations are the less less women that I have to let down if something actually goes well with the, the other person, right? Um, but, like... Oh, fuck. Where was I going with that? Wait, oh. man. Um, but but the, the gist of it is this. Um, it is okay to let go of all of the contracts that we've created about other people and the word that we gave to those contracts when those people are no longer in our life. Right, like more than likely, you've created a bunch of contracts for yourself with other people that you know, like it's the um, it's the whole I'll hold on to this because it might come in handy later type thing. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? Here's the other thing there's other screws in the world too, you don't have to hold on to those screws, there's other pieces in the world that can operate the same thing, maybe even update it. Like, dude, I've held on to, like, friendships with people for a long time because I thought at some point we'd all come back together and work together. Like, I had this, like, dream in my head. And now I'm realizing that I can just let them all go. Let other people fill those spots and probably have just as good or better time doing it. And that should matter more, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Right. How I feel about what I'm doing has to matter so much more than what I'm doing. Or I can't do it. Right? And I've been, like, waiting for people to, like, wake up and and see, oh, shit, okay, Mike's serious, let's get going. Right? And my fault is, is that I wasn't being open to everybody. I was holding, I, I had one, like, Let's say that you only have a certain amount of doors to hold open for people. And if you hold that door open for someone that never walks into that door, well, that's kind of a waste of a door, don't you think? Right? You should open the door for, like, close that door and open it up for somebody else that might want to walk in. Still with me? Um. Yeah, I'm here. So, I would, I would ask you. So, like, is that like in a sense like a metaphor? I guess. In a sense, okay. I mean, to be fair, I don't remember anymore. <laughs> I'm fading too. Do you want to? Do you want to call it, and then we'll. Uh... Continue another time, and you can get some rest, dude. That, dude, that is like I said, that does not matter to me. Um, tomorrow shouldn't be quarantine. You know, not doing much. So, all right. Well, we can continue until you pass out, and then we'll we'll go from there. All right. Um. But yeah, man. Like that's my my focus now. I guess it was. Oh, it's. 
it's important that we um, think of it in the terms of also like light and dark, but um, also light and heavy, right? So if light and dark are opposites, light and heavy are opposites, if light and light are the same, then that would must mean that heavy and dark are the same, right? Mm-hmm. In those two categories, right? So the more baggage, the more stuff, the more shit that we carry with us, the heavier we are, which would mean the more stuff we carry with us, the darker we are. So if we let go of that stuff, what should happen? We should get lighter. Yeah. Right? Which would mean, now, think of it in terms of um, light transferring through stuff. Light transfers through muscle faster than it goes through fat. So it's better for us to swim in the air in with less weight. Right? To, to float in the air, to glide in the air, the fucking walk, call it whatever you want, right? Um, but it's better to do it with less weight than more weight. And everyone knows this. Even overweight people understand this. The only people that are on the other side of that are the anorexics who need to have a little bit more weight, but they don't count in this situation because they're on the skinnier end, right? But... Um, Our emotional baggage makes it harder for us to move forward. Like it causes us to move forward in life at a slower pace. Does that make sense? Um, Right? You're saying that I would say like it holds us down. It does, right? Like how, like think about it, like, Think about how much fear holds us back from doing stuff. And I'm not talking about fear of the unknown. I'm talking about fear of the known. Like of, of experience that we've had of going, oh, fuck. This again, right? And, and instead of going, oh, no, you know what? I don't want to do this piece and just moving forward with life. Um, we let fear get in. Right? And usually we have to learn fear a few times before we actually understand what fear is teaching us. Right? But we allow, um, we hold on to too many things and instead of letting them go in whatever capacity they need to let go of, and it weighs us down as beings of light. It makes us darker, which means we don't travel as fast. Right? We don't get as stuff done as fast. We don't connect as fast. Our consciousness isn't as good as it is. Right? A lot of those things. So, you know, it's really important for us to get lighter, right? And I'm not saying be beings of light, like how, like, some of the, you know, like, there's other people on the planet that are like that, right? What I'm saying is this, deal with your shit so that you don't feel as bad about the activities that you're going to do. Be smart about the activities that you're going to do. Pick better activities than you used to pick before so that you're not put in position where you're going, oh, I shouldn't have done that. That's going to take recovery time, right? That includes who you date, which means that if you do not for a second in the early stages, just like at employment where there's usually a 90-day 
like three month um, probation period, right? Treat it like that. And if anything falters in anything, just say goodbye, but actually legitimately say goodbye. Because it's going to slow you down if you don't. I agree. 100%. And and again, time is time is the only thing time is the only thing that is that actually exists for us in a way that we feel it. If that makes sense. Right, so like um, hold on a second. Okay. Uh, um, so think of it like this. Okay. So, um, in order to understand space or in order to understand, um, yeah, in order to understand space, you need measurements, right? You need, um, length and width, which is, um, movement, but, um, you also need some form of other dimension in there, right? And then time is the study of the movement of that over that space. That's what time is. Time is the calculation of the movement between one spot and another. Right? So, like, we all experience time differently and our emotions experience time individually as well. Uh right so right so and at the end of our life it's uh you know like think of think of the rainbow right and like attach all like every single emotion fits somewhere in that rainbow and the more we spend in that rainbow the brighter it shines or the the brighter that color shines so there might be a lot of people at the end of this their life that has a lot of red and a lot of like violet that are bright because most people didn't get out of survival or fear, flight or fight. They never got out of that. Think about how many people you know that are still like that, still in survival mode. Yeah, a lot. Right. Right. And so like, then there's, you know, like people that fake being joyful, but are really deep down what like sad. So like when they get there, you know, like their blue is just going to shine super bright and they're going to be confused and they're going to be like, you didn't learn anything. You didn't let yourself be sad. People who force themselves to be in this state of happiness and be in the state of joy when they're not are actually causing more harm to themselves. Let yourself be sad. Cry it out. Really, do it. You'll feel better. I don't care who you are. You can be the toughest man on the planet or the wimpiest kid ever. Cry it out. And then let it go and move on. (sighs) 
right? I'm here, I'm listening. Mm. But that's how I see it. Right? And I don't know anymore. I just feel like all energy has to be transmuted. Well, in a sense, right? Like, but that's the masculine feminine concept, right? Of going from passive to active or going from um, kinetic to is that kinetic and passive? But, but it's going, it, you know, but like, you know what I mean, right? Like where it's going from um, in motion to not in motion, right? And it's the transfer of like masculine to feminine, feminine to masculine. We do it as individuals. Right? Like every single day you transfer masculine and feminine energy in your body. Right? And then um, we, that calculates up to a total and whatever side we go on most is... um, the type of that's why I say that I'm more feminine than masculine, even though I'm I'm classified as a straight white male. I would say that I'm more. Um, if you would were to meet me as a human being, I'm far more on the feminine side. As crazy like as as I'm still like a dude, mm-hmm. right? But I am more in touch with that aspect than I am like then I give a fuck about the masculine side like sports don't matter to me period loud noises and trucks and cars don't matter to me right I'm too like I'm more in touch with my creative side which I think makes it more like feminine like I'd rather do arts and crafts all day and nap time and story time so maybe so maybe I just miss preschool Need to fucking set that back up. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, is there is there is there anything that you have on your mind lately that you want to talk about? I want to first off promote cold showers. <laughs> Definitely. Shout out. Shout out to cold showers. Shout out to fucking cold showers. Definitely. Golden. They're just they're just like a good discipline. Just one of the many disciplines you should have. To sometimes do cold showers. I do them all the time, but they're just beneficial. I I'll consider. I used to I used to tail end my showers. With cold. Um, anything else? That might be it for now. There's always more to come. Definitely mm-hmm. stay tuned in to our audience. There's more to come. You have to stay Definitely. tuned. Definitely. Definitely. All right, man. Well, you have a good rest. 